Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, or any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those. Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is September 3rd, 2023, and this is kind of how my last week went. As far as time, I put some effort into filling out this inventory sheet that my lawyer sent me, my attorney sent me, in preparation for discussions that I'm having with my wife on division, how we're separating assets, things like that. And this inventory sheet, just, it, a lot of it doesn't apply to us because we don't have children and we don't have like inheritance and land and cattle and a whole bunch of other stuff or digital assets and things like that. And so it's not that difficult, but still it took some time because I had to go and search in places that I had never actually looked into, like a lot of and uh, for example, in my investments accounts, which I only have the one, <clears throat> the one firm, which is the same firm that has my 401k. So I have a individual investment account. My HSA happens to be through them too. So everything is in one place, but still... It's stuff that I take for granted that is just there that I never I have to have not taken the time to understand it. So this isn't a way a way to understand it, and also it's a way for me to to see what I really have and I don't have, and <clears throat> what other things I need to discuss. Definitely spent some time in yoga. Went to yoga t- three times last week. Went on a couple walks Monday. Last week I took it off, and I mostly took it for errands. Well, actually, no, it was just one errand. And I got up, went on a walk, 
And then I went on, yeah, and I went on an errand. <clears throat> I went to Costco. And then I came back to the house. And I believe that was it. I think I went to yoga afterwards in the evening. Yeah, but I checked my email for work and a couple other things. So that's mostly what I did that day. And then on last Sunday, I went to visit my mom, as I usually do. I spent some time in this, the first vacation I'm planning to take for the Power Platform, which is the PL900. It's the Power Platform Fundamentals. I'm taking that one in pre because I want to take the certification, just to kind of have a base of everything. This one I don't have to renew every year. The next one that I'm planning to take, which is the... <coughs> Excuse me, the PL100, which is the app maker. That one I have to renew every year, so I'm also excited about taking that one. For some reason, the power platform seems like a, a way for me to. You, it's low entry, it's low barrier for me to just get familiarized with it to understand a little bit of this, what they call citizen development. Which is low code type of tools, and also the way the same way that Microsoft is doing it, other companies are doing it, and I I realized after I had a little project creating a the Pokemon API using Notion, it was a tutorial that I follow on YouTube, and the platform that that we use. For the API itself, or like to actually kind of create the flow, it's the same thing that is Power Automate in, in in the Power Platform for Microsoft. But this tool, which it wasn't, was it Pipe Dream? No, we weren't using Pipe Dream because I forgot what the other application. No, it was uh, there was another application that we were using for that. But again, it, it's a similar thing. So once you pick up on one, you can follow the rest. It's the same it's the same thing. Like if you know Excel, like if you know the basis of Excel or intermediate of Excel, a lot of it is actually going to come easy to you. There's a lot of things that are just building off from that, building off, building off on the cell. A lot of programming... Not a lot of it, but several things in the program, at least on the back end, not so, maybe not so much on the front end, but on the back end development, it's dealing with databases and calling databases. And a lot of it uses terminology that you would you can relate back to a formula in Excel. Especially if you are going into the Power Platform, they have different languages for the... So they have a, a, a language for... Power for the Power Apps for you to kind of create the Canvas apps. They're for, actually for Power Apps in general. I forgot what they call that language, but it's similar to what you have in Excel. The same thing whenever you're doing things in Power BI, you're going to see something similar to that. What they call DAX is something that you would use in Power Query, which is the back end of Power BI. And it's something that you that it came from Excel. So those are things. That's the reason why it's it's easy. Something that I'm 
still trying to kind of understand is and just really <laughs> remind myself that because it's easy, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's real or enough of a goal, enough of a challenge that I, I'm excited about it. So I'm taking my time with it. And I've noticed that I've slowed down a little bit on my what I that I want to go back to it and kind of keep studying and refreshing on it and kind of get familiarized with it. So I don't know how I might tweak it. What I could do is I can create a fic, uh, a timeline for the PL900 to be done before the end of the year, or I think I have it before the end of the, at least for this. Actually, I, I, it is better if I do it in, within the next couple of months because they just recently updated the tests. Uh, as of June, somewhere June twenty something or June dispatch in like twenty twenty three. So it wouldn't surprise me that by next year, January or somewhere around that time, there's another update to the test. And right now, I can take fifty percent off of the test, so it would be a fifty dollars. And if I want to take a practice test, that's going to be on my own, which is another twenty about twenty dollars. But this is something that it shows that I'm what I'm interested. And I think it would be a good way for me to show somebody that doesn't know me that, hey, if you're putting an effort into learning this, into turning the certifications, whenever nobody's really pushing you, asking you, expecting you to do it, then that means that you're willing to invest your time and money in this. So you're serious about it. And that's that's the only way that I can do it. And also, by studying, I'm also, I, I expect that I will start kind of creating a, maybe some projects and things. The reason, I'm uh, the challenge is that right now my job is a lot of copy and pasting, is a lot of text and documenting and just kind of converting one thing to another format. And there's, I haven't, I haven't figured out how to use the Power Platform to make that better aside from maybe creating a tool that, you know, people can send requests to, and that's maybe I can do that as a way to try it to make sure that I can make it happen, that it can work, and not so much as in people are going to use it. Is I just need to create a project. I was like, okay, well, I had this solution. Well, actually, just saying that 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 actually might might be it. Um, I'm finding myself now in that I want to. And this is a little bit of a tangent. Found myself just thinking it right now as I'm saying this. As I'm going about making an effort to create time for deep work and not get involved in endless tasks, I'm having more time in between tasks. There's periods that I'm Busy whenever there's a lot of requests that comes toward that come for a lot of requests for new documents to be generated, but then there's periods that there's not that much. In the projects that I was creating that I had set aside for these periods that I won't have as many of these, what what would you consider my seventy percent of my job? What my boss would say: This is your job. This is a responsibility. There's times that I don't, there's nothing, right? That I'm just kind of waiting for things to come in. 
but these other projects that I set aside, they have, they're not driving me because they don't feel real. They're not, they don't feel like, it's like almost like I'm tricking myself into making them important when they're not because nobody's asking for them. They're going to be low value. I feel like they're not going to, like I'm not going to wow anybody because I did this work. Or maybe because it's work that somebody else can do and I won't be able to to look like I'm like it was an effort, right? I won't get a star, I won't get a merit or anything like that. So it just feels like my time shouldn't be invested in that and maybe I should look for something else. But as I still have the time, I'm it will be a, a good investment in my effort to in my time is to really start using some some of what I have just to make my job easier instead of just trying to maybe I, right reduce the scope I just it would be good if I reduce the scope some I like simplicity so I don't like to overcomplicate things maybe that's the reason why the power platform sometimes it just feels like it will be too much for what I do but you know, creating a flow is simple. I can create one that is easy enough. I can just create one that is a little bit more in- intricate. Say, like on Wednesdays, whenever every time this document is updated, I will create a copy of it here, which I, which I could do as I'm saying it now, which is something that I do. It just feels like maybe that actually this is a good test on for me. Maybe the reason why I haven't like I haven't seek to make those tasks go away because I'm afraid I don't know what I would do that I I'm afraid that I I won't have much to do and I still will have to sit in front of my computer because I need to look like I'm available. And if I don't optimize everything, if I don't make everything go smooth, then at least I'll be doing something in front of the computer. And therefore, I won't have to, like, keep hitting my mouse so that my computer doesn't go to standby because I'm, I'm done with what I'm doing. Hmm. That's something to think about. Continuing on on the time, uh, I did my monthly review and set up for for August, for August, September. And also, I worked on the CAP, um, the Certified Associate in Product Management, um, what is it, the Professional Development Credits. But it's what I need in order for my life, for my certification to still be valid. And I need to have 15 by the time renewal comes around, which is every three years. Because if I lose it, then I will have to, I guess I will have to take the exam again. And right now I can take, I can, I can look at videos of webinars and I get these units, which is a unit of time. So one unit is an hour, but those are d- divided in different categories. I still have a long way to go, but what I'm trying to do is just kind of do um, do at least one every month 
or around every month. That way I have I keep a cadence. On the attention side, I'm still reading Outlive by Peter Atia. I started reading the September issue by Monocle. I listened to a couple of podcasts, The Minimalist, Deep Questions, No Super Questions. Uh, Tim Ferriss had an episode of The Random Show with Kevin Rose, and those are always fun. At least I find them entertainment, entertaining. Listen to an AMA with uh, Andy Huberman that he had. And I think that was it. There was, there's been a couple that I haven't listened to for a while. My first million, I have, I've seen their episodes come out, but nothing has caught my eye. That's usually what just happens. You know, it comes ups and downs and it comes and goes. Um, as far as that goes, I'm trying to think if there's another one. Oh, there was an episode of Ford Anything with Paula Pant. She was talking to the CEO of this company called Bigger Pockets. The real estate invest they're in the real estate investment arena and area. And uh they were talking why you know houses are still oh, they're just the house house price is still going up, but interests are going up and there's just so many nuances um around that, you know, as far as demand you know, supply and demand and and what is being what is being built right now? Where is it? And things like that. On YouTube, I'm still doing only videos on the bigger screen. I I still haven't installed it on my phone. No plans to do that for now. But it was mostly just channel updates, a couple SNL skits, but mostly just channel updates. Uh, I watch. It really does help to get me focused. And I got this. I knew this well. It's kind of like now it feels like, yeah, it, it makes sense. But I think it was um, on an episode of The Questions, Colin Newport was asking a question. He, um, somebody asked about YouTube or how does Cal consume media at all online at articles. And he was going through it. And as he was asking, Cal was asking, was answering the question. He said, well, for YouTube, is, uh, he said, I'm a little bit on the fence about it because there's a lot of knowledge, a lot of educational um, value in YouTube, but it's just like you can easily get distracted. And as he was answering the question is, my thinking, if you're going to medicate time, then I, uh, oh, yeah, he went on a tangent saying, I real, I've learned from somebody that, um, that I think watches the metrics or something that a lot of people watch watch all these podcasts on actually their TV so they don't that's why they don't get they don't have cable they watch YouTube instead on their TVs and then he's like that's a good easy way because you dedicate time to it it's specific this is what you're doing it makes it more of a this is time this dedicated time for this and of course, you get you don't have the distraction of videos on the side calling for your attention. Therefore, you feeling like the need to go click on something else, and because everything is just zoomed out, it's just zoomed in, and everything is takes full screen, so you don't get to see anything unless you stop the video and you start scrolling to some of the suggested suggested videos. And even even the app, the app is not conducive for you to scroll a lot. Um, it's not the same thing as the phone app or the website. So it's a little bit, um, <clears throat> has less of a, what is it? 
infinite pool kind of feeling like it never ends. As far as my body goes, yoga a couple of times, went on a couple of walks. Sleep has been was good for the most part. Um, just one day that uh, I had a kind of an early morning call. Somebody called because I needed something, and I couldn't go back to sleep very well after that because it happened like around three in the morning. So I kind of messed up my sleep a little bit. Nutrition, nutrition was okay. I think I had too much meat at the beginning of the week. I had some pork chops that I cooked. I kind of batch cooked. And there were big, bigger portions, and I think that that was my stomach was having a little bit of an issue, kind of going through that. Um, and um, so I noticed in my kind of my regular regular bathroom uh, trips, there have been a little less frequent. Um, so I think that was it because there was also like a fiber. Um, hopefully, I'm, I'm planning to cover that this week. Um, and then as far as my mind goes, just kind of at ease for the most part, I would say yesterday and probably yesterday, Saturday would have, would have been a little bit of a hard, far, hardest day of the week that I can remember right now, because it was filling out that inventory sheet and, you know, it's, it's just like I feel a little bit exposed, like I'm putting myself second again and that I have no option, that I'm not fighting enough to keep more of what I worked for. And this is exactly what I wrote down, but then a bullet under that, a tap, it says, this is not a place of power and autonomy. It is a place of fear, playing the victim, running out of options, take pity on me, someone save me, no one's coming to save you. It will be painful, but it won't kill you. And that's kind of what I needed to, to kind of get me out of that rut uh, for a little bit. That it, it will be painful, but it won't kill me. On this, Nothing on the spiritual side this week. And on the community side, uh, just that my mom's visit last week. I chatted with my neighbor who, most of my neighbors, except for the lady in front of me, for the family in front of me, they're, everybody else is older. And the neighbors, one of the neighbors, he just had surgery. And um, so he was coming up. He was doing a little bit of a trek, trying to get moving after two weeks of getting hip, something working on his hip. Um, so I chatted with him for a little bit. And then in the monthly safety meeting for work, my previous well, I would say my manager, because I had a supervisor who was my immediate manager, but my manager's manager. So he was like the group manager, the for uh, like the our group work uh, manager. It was his last one. It was his last meeting because he's retiring, and I just realized it sounded so far away. Whenever he said, "Oh yeah, I'm retiring in September," and it just from at that moment it just sounded like, "Oh, okay, good. It's a long time, but here we are." Um, you know, and did, he did say a comment that he made it sound that like I'm the startup guy because the group that he was he was leading and I was in, it was a little bit of a startup group because it came out of nowhere. It just it was just spun up out of nowhere, and because we we're trying to get costs out of our products, and and what I'm doing right now is sort of the same way. 
it was there, but it just kind of got abandoned and it spun out into a bigger deal out of nowhere. So it's not like a legacy product and it doesn't follow the same similar structure. And that's the same thing for that other group. And he said, well, you're kind of like the startup. You're like working on startups. And I was like, <laughs> I guess in a way. And I told him, it's like, it's not, and I told him that it's, I really appreciate him saying that because it means a lot for someone from his, you know, really experience to, to say something like that. But, um, but yeah, sometimes I can see that it might be looked at the other way. Like, yeah, whatever. We don't know what to do with this. Just give it to Luis. He'll figure something out. Um, but that also doesn't feel so bad to me either, which is kind of weird. And then, and then the last thing when the community, I'm planning a trip to go visit friends in Kansas City. I was planning on flying, but I, for some reason, my I feel like I I just needed a little bit of a road trip. Um, it might not be well, it, it will be cheaper because it's cheaper and practical because I. My car, thankfully, is not that terrible in gas. It, I mean, I went to Houston. I, I had a technically a full tank when I left my house. The trip is somewhere close to four hours. And I filled up once in Houston. When I got to Houston, after a couple of days of being there, I didn't, granted, I didn't use my car every day, but I filled over there, and then on the way back, and that, that was the same tank that I got on the way back. So, which is, that's a four, a three, almost a four-hour drive to Kansas City is seven hours, so I expect to have to fill up at least once on the way there, which it might be 30, so it would be a tank. When I leave, so that'll be thirty to forty dollars, and then they say forty dollars on the high end, and then another forty, so that's eighty dollars on the way up, and I would expect about the same on the way down, so we're looking up somewhere one hundred sixty dollars, sixty dollars on the top end, on gas, which forces time. Flights were starting to be somewhere around two hundred dollars, and then I was. Whenever I was looking at everything, I was like, well, that's close, right? He was like, okay, well, that, you know, that's really something that I should have considered just flying. But given that I'm going to go to somebody else's house, right? And so it's not like I'm going to a hotel. And they don't live in the city. So I'll have to Uber places because Kansas City doesn't have, like, it's not like they have public transportation or anything like that. So I'll have to Uber places. And that gets expensive. Plus, I will have to maybe take myself to the airport, potentially. And so, you know, things start adding up because both of them work. And I don't know if I would if I was going to leave at a for a good time that we're going to be able to take them to the airport. They both have um, demanding jobs, and they have a baby. So, and we'll have a toddler, which is not, <laughs> he is, and he's going to be three. He's two, so he's definitely in his terrible twos. Uh, so they definitely do not need somebody else to be carrying and moving and worrying about. So as I said, car, my car is practical. So I was thinking, well, if I get there on Thursday, um, I get there somewhere around between, after lunch, like somewhere afternoon. I see them on the Thursday. I stand on Thursday. They go to work on Friday. 
they go about the regular day and then I can just leave and spend a day in town can city is it's a city right it's a, it's a, it's a bigger city um so definitely you know they call them second tier series but I just doesn't it doesn't settle well with me it's still a, a major city so I there's things to do I remember when I was up there years ago there was this coffee roastery um that it was fun so I can do that again, something like that. I'm sure they have plenty of, a ton of other stuff nowadays, especially because a lot of people are moving back to places like Kansas City. So I can do that on Friday, and then I can visit. Um, so there's a couple. The husband, he works at a, like, um, what they call the botanical gardens. And he's been wanting me to go there because they have, like, a little, kind of, they have an area for, for your work. And... Um, so you for sit and I could kind of work from a distance kind of place and have drinks and things like that. So he's got to show me that. And I really want to see that. So I think that would be easier. So it would be practical if I had my car. But and I feel like a, a road trip is it's it sounds appealing to me. We'll see. As far as uh, financials go, I'm just going in that inventory sheet, going through the, the accounts going through everything and just kind of getting everything lined up and see how that's going to go. I still have to go through it again. I don't have much, but I just want to double check that everything is in there. And and that's all. That's what I can do is I can just stand by my truths. And then I had that trip to Costco, which is groceries, and then I had some other groceries as well. And And that was it. That was this past week. September's here, so now is... A slide all the way through the end of the year. Usually, when September hits, it's like it's pretty much it's like you slip in into the year. Soon enough, people are going to be making Thanksgiving plans. So that's what that's what usually happens when September hits. Um, because August, people are back in school, but then after Labor Day, is you start seeing it's Halloween, and then people start applying for Thanksgiving and. People start taking more vacation because of spring break and because of fall break, whatever. And and here in Texas, there's a, a state fair and there's a lot of fall stuff. And there's a Oktoberfest. There's so many things that happen that they make the, the month go faster. Because usually as the temperature kind of cools down, there's more things to do outside. There's outside live music, concerts. I think I'm thinking because the temperatures are gonna be someone somewhere reasonable, like somewhere between the high seventies and eighties, that anywhere that there's a patio is gonna be completely uh packed because people couldn't do that during the summer because the temperatures were so hot. Um so I'm expecting for anything but a patio to be doing great business wise in the upcoming months. Um, that is if we don't start getting the rainy winter that apparently is it, it's, uh, forecasted according to the Farmer's Almanac. So we'll see. So I'm enjoying what I have for now instead of just trying to f hold anything for the future as far as like, well, I'm just going to wait. Like I'm trying to be conscious that it's hot outside, but that I need to get out of the house. Um, I don't need to leave from time to time and get out of these four walls and, and things like that. Um, because that's, that's the only, you know, 
I can find soul, I can find peace within these walls still. Um, and I feel safe still within these walls. And I feel like it's just, I can call this home, right? Because, you know, these are where my cats are at. This is where the the place that I call my bed is at. That I make my laundry, that I can walk around naked if I want to, that I can, you know, be anywhere, cook, make a mess. Um, you know, this is the place, right? And it's good to have a home base. And I fought it for so long because I always felt like it was so... Like I was settling. But I, I don't want to lose having a home base. I don't know if... I don't want... Texas... I don't know if Texas is the final... Like where I'm going to just go live for the rest of my years. I don't want to say that, but... I think for the foreseeable future, for what I can see and plan, I see Texas as being my home. You know, my immediate family's here, and that there's value in, in having those. Having separation, right? But I didn't have it, so now is a good time for me to have it during this stage. Um, but I also can see myself... I'm, I'm liking this idea of like taking a mini retirement, right? Taking a couple months off. I want to see how the divorce is going to go. I want to feel that this that is that that I've I moved on from that stage and I'm in a different stage, and that I can find myself financially. Okay, this is where I'm at. I'm in a place that, if I want this to happen, this and this has to go. And I would know that if that had to go, then I'm the only one being affected by it. That I don't have to justify it to anybody else. That unless somebody comes along in my life that that I want to include that, I don't have to justify it to somebody else. Um, and maybe I was compromising too much, but I really never felt like I was compromising. It's just that there was, we were just the things that I wanted to do, like travel. For a while, I blame it on my weight, but as the weight started going away, and I wanted to do more things, and well, Sarah didn't want to do those. She really wanted to work. Work was her thing. The only thing that I, we could do is just eat out. But I, I can say that we never took a trip together. That the only potential trip that we were supposed to take it was to go. It was like a work trip for her. Um, it was for the Dominican Republic, and I just, at that moment, we were in that plateau. We were in that plateau because I just didn't feel like I was gonna have fun because it wasn't gonna be. I'm making a trip with you is I'm going to be your chaperone. So whenever you don't have anybody to talk to at work, I'm going to be there. 
and that that's that moment that's how things flow but i always saw that those were things that were going to go away because it was still a fresh relationship a fresh um work environment that she was getting into i think she had you know for me she had never been in that kind of position that she was making the money she was making she had some authority she was surrounded with you know, the group of professionals and, and things like that. She was being considered for things professionally that I don't, that she has never even thought she could be um, considered for. And I wanted to for her to have that space. So I wanted to support her any way possible. But then, you know, little by little, the years pass, and here we are, another... Christmas time and 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 work and I started traveling around that time. So it just kind of things quickly went away. But anyway, so never took a trip together. The we took a cruise and my mom gifted us as our anniversary. It was the three of us because my mom was there, so it really wasn't a trip of just the two of us. We went to Vegas, yeah, actually, you know, for Thanksgiving. One that, that actually, I think that was the last, that was 2016. And that's when things were still, they were still good. They were turning. They were turning. Because there was churning happening. But um, now in hindsight. Um, but they were still considered good, right? I think it was, so we had a couple of days in Vegas and things like that, but, but that, I don't know why I went on that tangent, really. I just, I'm yapping, but she's not a terrible person. It's just like, I, now all these things are coming about because I feel like I'm in my 40s, I'm, you know, I haven't done the reps of just being out single and meet people. And and now I'm just excited about doing all these things that I feel like a cliche. Like, I feel like I'm that guy. And I don't know how to be that guy. Actually, I just don't know how to be excited or be truth, like honestly, be happy to be that guy. Sometimes I feel like I look like I'm pathetic. I guess I just don't know where to go. You know, th- those feelings come about. And and it's hard for me to 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 kind of deal with them sometimes because I just haven't you know, I I ignore it and I move on and I just kinda of turn on my music and I just go about doing what I'm doing. But you know, sometimes it, they do get you. Um, you know. So I'm waiting for whenever the the effort and the lessons of being alone and learning to be by myself and <clears throat> and stay and just kind of 
not drive myself crazy because I'm by myself. Because it's not lonely at times, it's just alone. We're just two different things in a way. Because lonely, it's, it doesn't matter if you're with people or not. Alone, you, yes, there's, you don't have to be lonely. You can be alone, but you don't have to be lonely. And you can be lonely, and you don't have to be alone. And you can be both alone and lonely. But I feel like it's not that I'm lonely. Sometimes, like I'm, sometimes I just feel like I'm alone. And the feelings of being lonely, come, it's just every once in a while, right? But it's mostly FOMO. But right now, I'm, I'm okay. But sometimes I just feel like, am I always going to be okay? When am I gonna? When are things maybe turning? Are they ever gonna turn? Do I just need to get used to this and hope that they turn? Or just used to this and hope that actually just used to this? and forget about the hope.